if you're listening to this, if you have a friend that yeah. has yes. backslidden, Let help them here. come home. Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair and sit on your knees for we have a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I am Henry Moses. And I'm his brother, Gabriel Moses. And we are super happy to be here and thank you for joining us wherever you might be today. Wherever you might be. Or tonight, where you could be listening at night. I almost forgot to introduce myself there. I said... I'd have done it. Welcome to Talk the Walk. There was a. I just said pause for a second. That's Henry Moses. I'm getting remembered. Thankfully, I remembered quickly. (laughs) Oh, I'm supposed to say who I am. I'm Henry Moses. In case somebody's first time listener. Yes. My name's Henry. By the way, Barfield said we can graduate up from ones and ones of listeners to tens and tens of listeners. Oh, really? We're in the tens and tens of listeners category now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like saying ones and ones. It's just funny. Ones and ones. All ones and ones of you. Out there. I'm great. Out in the world. You need to go ahead and graduate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like in our job. We're moving on up to someone, the inside. Someone once told us, y'all are now senior loan officers. I was like... I don't feel like it. I don't feel like I am. You were like, yep, perfect. I'm putting that on my letterhead. I'm putting that on my email signature line. Yep. Senior loan officer. Senior. I'm like, I don't feel like I'm that good. (laughs) You got to believe. Believe in yourself, y'all. You got to believe. Believe what you are. That you can do it. I do believe I can do it. But I don't know. I don't feel I, I'm a middle child. I don't feel like much of a senior. You're a senior at your home. Amen to that. That's all in perspective. And in that one, I yeah. stand on that. Yeah. Yep. Daddy's home. Yep. That's right. Daddy's home to love and correct you take, all. Take the lead. Take the. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We were Creighton and I were going to lunch or something yesterday, and and we were talking about we were talking about how. Uh, about how who Creighton asked who's the who's most like Grandpa Moses ah and I said oh yeah it's Gabe Yahoo. and uh, and he said well how you know how's he I said well how are they like I said well and I think he was wanting to know have an idea of what Grandpa's like yeah because Creighton was like yeah a few months old whenever Grandpa he never experienced away right Grandpa spanking his butt and. All that stuff. Playing around with right. him. Picking on him. Yeah. None of that. So I said, well, I said, uh, in his passion for the Lord, I said, in his uh, stubbornness <laughs> and in his hardcore parenting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I gladly and, accept And Creighton that. goes, uh, so basically everything that makes Uncle Gabriel Uncle Gabriel. <laughs> 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 yep, those are my yep. main strong suits. Yep, those are those are where I stand. You do them well. Yeah, do them well. I'm always happy to do those. So I see you're rolling with some eggnog today. I am Being indeed festive. 
I am indeed. It's it's winter, right? And I think that you can't have winter oh, yeah. and the holidays that happen in winter without eggnog. I mean, what's that say? 280, 280 calories Don't a serving? Don't no, I'm just curious. What's what it a buzzkill. What's it say? How many servings right. are in it? This one is the Plains version of eggnog. And it says 280 calories in each serving. And there are six servings in this quart. (laughs) In this quart. So it says 2,000 to enter his courts with praise. Calories. I'm entering this quart of eggnog. Some fun happiness. Two thousand. Well, Two thousand calories. What, no. If you no. struggle to put on weight, that's more like seventeen hundred calories. How many? Seventeen hundred. How many serving? Six. Six times two eighty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Don't put it up in that two thousand. I was like two thousand. Dog garn. Six. Okay, that's all good. Chug the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've dragged this out over a week. So you're talking about? Yeah, it's about sixteen. 1,600 calories. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Mm. Yeah. Acceptable. Still Acceptable. Still, though, everything that you not. read says, compared to a 2,000-calorie diet, which... You know, I know, right? You are, but... I'm drinking 1,600, like, 1,700 calories. If you drink the whole thing. But it's I hard don't. to drink a whole eggnog. Ugh. That's a, this is a big one. How many ounces is that? Is that it's like a quart? A quart? What is that? What is a quart? 16? Is that right? Six, oh, no. So that will say on the front. How many ounces we got here? Where are you at? Where are you at? It's mm, 946 milliliters. Why would it say that? a quart? It doesn't say a quart on the front? This is definitely a quart. Yeah, it's a quart. Uh, isn't that 16? So one quart is a quarter of a gallon. Yeah. So, so in a quarter of a gallon. <laughs> so it's a big one. That's it's all big. I'm trying to say. It's, it's a every, big one. I suppose everybody knows what a quart is. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. from of, America. America. America, then you, you know this what quart is, is. This is a solid quart of delicious eggnog. To the two hundred sixteen seventeen hundred calories. I'm a household of eight, and I think I'm but the you only can't one drink. who likes eggnog. Like, how much? Are you, I don't know. You Am got I, that this morning? No. <clears throat> you are not listening to me. I said I've had this for like a week. I thought you said you picked that up this morning. I'm going to pick you up. And do something that makes you, you remember. Pick me up because what I'm saying. I'm not sitting there chugging eggnogs. So I want to be a big fat fatty by the time I walk out. Of here. Hey man, it's worth it if it's eggnog. Eggnog. Uh, they don't make it all year. They don't make eggnog all year. So when it comes around, I don't if you disagree like it, with you. Get it. I don't get, disagree with you, but I'm just that. saying. I mean, it's hard to chug. It is. I don't. It's chug hard it. to chug. You know, when I take sips of eggnog. Which I I just like to go in there. It's like getting a piece of candy, and just do a little a little sip, a couple, a few little sips, and then pop that baby back into the refrigerator. Yep. Also, get it as cold as possible, because the colder eggnog is, the better it is. Kind of like coffee, the well, hotter it is, the hotter the better. Yeah, it's hard to freeze eggnog because it's Look so it. thick. Look, he's looking at it. I've drank about a third of this in one week. Yeah, a little over a third. You're coming up on a half. Dude, don't be. Uh, You're coming no, up on a half. I haven't. Look, the top it's part of it is third. coned. It's cone shaped. So that part looks like it's a third of what it is, but it's not. Whatever makes you feel better. I'm just going on back. 
the top part's combed, so it's tall, but it doesn't mean it's as thick as the rest of the... It's a little... Brilliant. Well, if you want to get all specific, <laughs> you legalistic... Trying to make yourself... Hey, win, Rocky, win. Win, yeah. Rocky, win. Don't say things that people don't understand. They don't know. You need the opportunity to explain it. What? Explain yourself. You're a rabbit on a trail. Win, Rocky, win. Isn't that like the first gift that Carrie gave you? Your t-shirt? This t-shirt says Rent, Win, Rocky, Win. Yes, it is. Yep. 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 Oh, it's so cute. Thank you. It's precious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to get to the episode. You're arguing with me about how much of my court I've drank. You're calling my shirt precious. Win. 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 When, as Adrian said, when, when, Rocky, when? I hope anybody listening has heard or seen the Rockies. Oh, I feel bad. Everybody's seen the Rockies. You think that? Everybody's seen the Rockies. Carrie's niece had not seen one episode. In fact, I don't think Carrie had seen one episode I think when we right. started dating. Yeah, I mean, got them to it's Rocky, it. but yeah. people have not seen it, so they have no idea who Adrian is. Even though they're saying, yo, Adrian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody uses, <coughs> excuse me, yo, everybody Adrian. uses uses lines from movies that they've never seen. But that doesn't mean you still can't use the, the line. Yeah. You can still use it. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Adrian, let's get this podcast started. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this party started, right? Gabe, let me ask you a question. That's you ever backslide? Do I ever backslide? Yes. Or have I? Yes. Or do I? Yes. Probably both. Well, you, you do backslide now? Huh. Depends on your definition of it. But well, yeah. I think there's a difference. <clears throat> there's a difference between... What, you're talking about what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. I think so. A true backslide? A true backslide... Ooh, we need to define true backslide. We would need to. I think we should define that in no uncertain terms. Let's define that. Okay. Backslide, Oxford languages, is a verb that means to relapse into bad ways or error. Hmm. To relapse into bad ways. You know, I think I can think of one time that I backslid. Now, hot and cold, you know, hot, not as not as warm as I should be. Not you know, right. That would be different. That's a little different. You know, not moving along in my spiritual maturity as fast as yep. I should be. That'd be a little different. Yeah. But to backslide means once you were here, now you're not. Yeah, I mean, you just have walked away, mm-hmm. and I've I've talked. I can't remember. I think it was our first episode that we talked about our testimonies and that, and uh, and I talked about how from the age of sixteen through twenty three, seventeen through twenty three, somewhere in there, that pretty good long period where I just walked away. I was completely in neglect. Didn't know where my Bible was. Didn't go to church anywhere. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to hear it from those around me. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to sit and talk about the Lord. I would say 
That's a pretty good idea that you're backslidden. Yeah, you're backslidden. Right. Because when did you ask the Lord into your heart or to be the Lord of your life? Uh, sometime when I was a kid. Right. So you'd been walking with the Lord for some years before your late teenage years yeah. and early 20s. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely had a love for him. But I I don't know. I got to the... I got to the point that I, I just, you know, I got a little freedom. My parents got divorced. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know. Look out, world, here I come. Oh, so bad. In you a know. bad way. Always always felt a tinge of guilt on the inside, but I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. To the point that I just was ready to be dead. And that, I tell you, Gabe. That sounds like Satan, sin. Oh, yeah. That sounds like his plan. Yes. Yeah. A path that leads to death. Yep, he's got a plan. So you sent me a video, your little your little YouTube clip things mm-hmm. that you're always shooting out there, uh-huh. all fired up. I love it. It was Billy Graham, Billy Graham, Billy Graham, but Billy Graham, Billy Graham. That's right. It's Billy Graham. You're one of your heroes. Doggone! If I were like the type of person that had a hero, yeah. Jesus is the only one that I've ever settled on. But I sure do think Billy, highly of Billy Graham. He's pretty sharp. Was. Well, you can call him whatever you want. Okay. But you talk about him like he's a hero. <laughs> You're always he, Billy Graham, Billy I Graham. Because he just, on TV, on radio, on sermon, he was always pointing to oh, I'm not Jesus. saying there's anything wrong with I know you're not. It just, that's a good... I just look at it and I'm like, thank you for staying the course. Yeah. Thank you for, in everything you were doing, yeah. to the best of what you know we could see, he was working for God, like a prophet, just yeah. devoted to the ministry and the message and the faith of God. And I just, man, yeah. I'm like, anybody who's that... Yeah. To God, I just love it anyway. But you know, and I completely agree with you on that. That's a let's go. Just such an unwavering, consistent. Which that's not, it's it's funny. That's all you need to, to be a hero of the faith. People just people just look to other people. That sounds cool. That are unwavering. Hero of faith. Yes. Yeah. You you do not waver. You look neither to the left nor to the right. You get up every day. Which most Your do. life is sacrificial. Yeah, I would Peter say. Peter did. Most Samson did. Moses but there came did. a time that he, which we kind of talked about last week. Mm-hmm. There came a time that he, he didn't waver. He became mm-hmm. unwavering. Doesn't mean perfect. I'm not saying, I'm not, we're not saying Billy Graham was perfect. But you talk about devout. But the commitment was consistent. Yeah. The commitment was consistent. Yeah. And that's what it and that's what it really that's what people look to consistency. Do you do you set a day to 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 day example of what it means to follow Christ? Unlike that backslidden Christian that who can become that, who can become it. But let me tell you, so one of the things that stood out to me on that video clip Gabe was he talked about how the backslidden life is a lonely life. Yeah. And I tell you, Gabe, oh, that's the truth. Yeah. It is a lonely How life. could it not you, be? To know you the Lord. Turn away from God. Yeah. And then to walk away 
And they don't wonder even how you got there. And then it's not like you're just saying there is no God. It's just saying, what, I, I can't, I, I just don't, feel, I feel too much pressure to meet what I, in my mind is your expectation. Is that what it is? I mean, I, I, I just don't want to do, I don't want to avoid evil and refrain from evil and turn away from it. I want to do the evil. Yeah. I mean, the sin, right? Is yeah. that what, what a backslidden Christian is? I don't because uh, I would say you've never backslidden, you lucky sucker. So uh, I think you've always been just consistently trying to. No, I mean, I've had some moments of depression where I didn't read the Bible for long, long periods of time. I've had um, moments of bad influence, friends that were bad influence on me, and drunk till I was drunk yeah throwing up you know miserable not not seeking to develop my relationship with God I mean to what degree that's what I say to what degree do we call it that's what I'm saying is it a you know is it a consistent I have turned and walked away I've always felt God with me I wonder if there's an example in the Bible you think an example of what of backsliding Seems like there's only front sliding. <laughs> Seems like people only get closer to God in the Bible. Oh, I don't know about that. Saul. Who you got? Okay, so they're pretty true. But, but he completely seemed to turn away. But no, I'm talking about the prodigal son, though. Ah. I say that's a pretty good example of. The prodigal son's a fantastic example. Yeah. I think we should read that. I think we have to. I think we got to. Let's let's do that. So this all sounds so canned. I didn't know you were going to talk about Prodigal Son. That I'm like, duh, Gabe. <laughs> There's only front sliders like in the when, Bible. Kind of like who says that? Logan. I know. I, I was. There's only front sliders in the Bible. I'm not sure where <laughs> we're going with the front slider? Gotta be careful with my ignorance, y'all. No, it's just a, it's just a getting caught in the spotlight. Like I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, gosh, what the, the deer in the headlights? No. <laughs> Well, I just think about, my mind thinks about all the amazing miracles. It goes to those naturally. And I'm like, as as humans, we stink. I mean, uh, the best of us still stink. Billy Graham stinks, right? Yes. But, but still, the amazing things that happen through us that God uses us to do, if we, if we connect and, and step toward God and always stay with him as best as we can, he can use us. And I've seen miracles. And my mind just tends to remember the miracles. And I'm like, ooh, what was done? Because somebody did what mm-hmm. God told them to do. Mm-hmm. But ooh, Anyway, so sorry. excluding the Old Testament then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was a whole bunch of backsliding. I mean, mm, yeah. Israel. Uh, I, remember, I remember, it's so funny, Gabe. I remember when I first turned, it's so, how quickly they forget. Yeah, I, I, when I had turned back to the Lord, and I was reading through the whole Bible, and so I'm burning through the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and I remember talking to Dad and saying, "These Israelites, what in the heck is their problem? problem? I mean, they do this, and God saves them. So they, so they serve Him for a little bit, then they backslide, and then God." You know, allows them to punishes them, corrects them. Yes, and then they so they turn back to God, blah blah blah. 
And I just thought, what a bunch of idiots. You know, I had just come out of backsliding myself yeah. for, a, for a six, seven year period. <laughs> and I'm like, look at these morons. Okay. But, but it really is just a be. such, it's, it's the Old Testament. It's a whole testament. Uh-huh. Of how we can't do it. I mean, how we're really bad. And I love it because it's over thousands of years. Yeah. 4,000 years. Millennia. Yeah. You know, a few millennia. Yeah. I'm like, a lot can happen in a few millennia. Yeah. I'm like, how many times have we stepped into the Lord and then backed away from him so that to because we just weren't paying attention or because we just wanted to, then step back into him, then step Mm. away from him. In one little lifetime, not to mention a few thousand years. But it, but, it, but it's a difference, again, between complete turning away and not yeah. not as hot as you want. True. Or, you know what I'm saying? They were turning completely They're just turning completely. That, that's what, when you're backslidden. They were you putting just, idols walked in away, high places. And it's easy to get. Well, let's let's read this real quick. Let's so read. In, in verse 11, Matthew chapter 20, or sorry, no, Luke chapter 15. I'll be reading in Matthew in a second. It says, and he said, the Christ said, there was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to the father, father, give me the share of property that's coming to me. The father divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and journeyed into a far country where he had squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of the country who sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and I'll say to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, felt compassion, ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to to his servants, bring quickly the best robe, put it on it. Put a ring on his hand, shoes on his feet, and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found and they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near the house, he heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, your brothers come, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has received him back safe and sound. But the brother was angry, refused to go in. His father came out and entreated with him, but he answered his father, look these many years I've served you. I've never disobeyed your command. You know that ain't true. Uh, Yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, son, you're always with me and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this. Your brother was dead and now is alive. He was lost and now is found. I love it. It was fitting to celebrate, boy. What are we going to do? 
not he was celebrate. Dead. I mean, it just. You know, I, I was when I was kind of reading through that earlier, and I was thinking, oh, that's kind of long. You know, we 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 only have sixty minutes, and it seems like we yeah. can't really get everything crammed in. <laughs> oh, there's but, never you know, enough. Time. Seems like it just runs out of time quick. Like, we're already sitting here at almost twenty four minutes. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, do I need to read the whole part about the brother having the bad attitude? But what stood out to me, Gabe? Tell me what you think about it. At the very end, it says, for this, your brother was dead. Mm -hmm. So this brother had started out in the family. Yeah. This is a parable that Jesus is telling. He had started out in the family and had completely walked away from it. Mm Mm-hmm. And did some bad stuff, laying with prostitutes and took everything, all the blessings that that he had been blessed with. Kind of like we get the Lord blesses us. And squandered it all. Used it for to his benefit, for, to party down in the world, and had completely walked away. Yeah, he wasn't serving anybody. I think that's the difference. And this says. This says at the end, so that's what I got to the end, and it said he was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. To completely turn and walk away doesn't mean, you know, I don't think that in this parable, the son probably still loved the dad in a very, with a very shallow love. And and he and when he got back, he was repenting. He was like, oh, I can't. Yeah. I don't deserve to be your son. Yeah. Put me with the servants. Put me with the servants. Yeah. I have sinned against heaven and against you. He knew. He had turned to this. He had turned away from God. He had turned, you know, that is backsliding. Yeah. That is, we, and I, and I want to be clear on that. Look, we all go through our high points and our weak points. We're, we're, we're not we're we're about accountability, but we're not about legalism. Oh, if you're not perfect, then you're not going to go to heaven. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. no. Um, that's why we need each other, Gabe, to to be able to do our walks. Yep. I mean, we need each other, and it, and it might not be comfortable at times. Mom and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, it's not comfortable at times, but but. We need each other to help each other to to grow stronger in our walks, to mm-hmm. get back on if we're slightly swayed or whatever. We need to be rebuked. We need accountability. Yeah. And how much do we need it? We need it a lot. Oh yeah, a so lot. So that we don't end up in the into the to the backsliding. We've got a friend right now who's who needs it. He needs it. He needs rebuking. He needs accountability. He needs encouragement. Mm-hmm. He needs love. Mm-hmm. I mean, he needs it bad. And he's he's going through a very hard time, losing his losing his marriage. That is that is one of the toughest things to deal with. Is which there was a time that he lose it, claimed to be a Christian, which we're not obviously going to be name names, but we I will say, this friend. Said directly from his mouth. Yeah. Nah, you know, I wasn't. I never was. Yeah. And uh, and so now he's embracing it. He's trying to... Whether or not he was, at, at, at best, he was a backslidden. He said he had not mm-hmm. asked Jesus into his heart for himself. He did it for the appearance in front of others. 
So let me ask you think this. about that. He did it for because yeah. that's what everyone yeah. said was the right thing to do. Yeah. And other people were doing it at the time, so he did So he it. wasn't backslidden. He was just not a Christian. No, but then yeah. he, he would, and not most of the time, but sometimes he would say he was. Yeah. But he had to learn, well, oh, yeah. in my heart, I never actually asked the Lord Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I never really did it. For me, I did it for the appearance in front of others. Yeah. So I'm going to read a quote, Gabe, from a, from a guy named Billy Sunday. And I jotted down a few thoughts. Are you surprised? Not surprised. Okay. I didn't think you would be. Okay, so what gets me there? What gets me to the point of backsliding? Yeah, yeah this is good. So here's a thought. Discipled by the wrong shepherd, who we place ourselves under for accountability. Heck yes. You know what I'm saying? This, yes. this guy, Billy Sunday, and bad, I haven't really looked into him. But he had a quote that I read. He was a preacher, uh, I think, from the late 1800s through the through the uh, early 1900s. Name's Billy Sunday, but he said the backslider likes preaching that wouldn't hit the side of a house, while the real disciple is delighted when the truth brings him to his knees. And I, I yes, you know, it, basically what that's saying. The backslider likes stuff that's going to tickle their ears. And there's a lot of churches, a lot of churches nowadays, that are tickling those ears. Well, mm-hmm. you can live whatever life you want to. The Lord just loves you where you are. You know, let him mm-hmm. ba, 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 ba. You know, let me tickle your ears. Come in here. And they're going to be in for a shock when they get home. Oh, yeah. That's the kind of stuff the backslider likes to hear. Tell me, Tell me I'm all right. Yep. Living in this way that I want to live. Be a yes man. Well, the true disciple likes sermons that will bring you to your knees. Mm-hmm. That will humble you. That will, and I, and I got to tell you, Gabe, I'm, man, I, I irritate myself with my mistakes that I make, and I got to be better, and because I just have a desire, my heart is for the Lord. Yeah, man, I love it when a good message brings me, me to my too. knees. I love it when that was Gabe, not me, Miles. <laughs> I bumped the table. I haven't bumped the Sorry. table once today. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. I think Mike, Miles calls it the rocket shit. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Continue, brother. You but love it when it normally it's me. Bridge. It was me. That one was me. But I haven't bumped it once today. I just want to notate that. <laughs> Gabe backslid on his... On his podcast etiquette. I'm sorry. (laughs) So sorry. So sorry. So, so, let's see if we can get back on track here. You love Uh, it when a sermon brings you to your knees. Yeah. Humbles you. I do, but would you say, I mean, you were there for my backslidden time. Yeah. Would you say at that point that I loved it when a sermon brought me to my knees? Mm, I don't remember you going to a sermon. You tried to give me a little mini sermon. I tried one time. And you got your head ripped off. Yes. I still remember exactly where we were at. So we were in a car. Yep. At a stoplight. Mm-hmm. And you were so <laughs> kind and sweet <laughs> how you brought it to me. Because you knew what was coming. I was like 17. You knew what was coming. Oh, dude. I was scared. I could tell. I was like, you need to hear and this. You had every right to be scared because I rewarded it. Uh, with, 
barking. I know. And uh, I was worried for you. I didn't want to hear it. It did not tickle my ears, brother. You did not (laughs) tickle my ears. Had you tickled my ears and said, brother, the Lord loves you where you're at. You'd be like, cool, let's go to the bar. He loves you where you're at. (laughs) Just let him love you, love you, love you. (laughs) This little soft pansy. Yeah, I'm not saying that. That's the deal. It's not what we need to hear. The Bible says the Lord disciplines those that he loves. That he loves. Let him bring me to my knees. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's what, that's what, that's what it's about. And, and people think that it's mean. Yeah. No, it's love. God's mean. It is a great thing. I don't feel, I've never felt more secure than when I've been under the discipline of the Lord. I've never felt more secure than when I surround myself with people. Carrie and I talk about boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, we have to set boundaries um, in our life with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And some of these people will say, you're being mean. Mm-hmm. You're being mean. <laughs> with, and it's like, no, a no. I'm telling you, I will not accept you mm-hmm. doing this mm-hmm. to me. That's a boundary that I have chosen to put up. And I used to hate boundaries. I used to think, that's ridiculous. Just work together. Work together. No, no. We need accountability. We need to be told, no, yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. No, you cannot do that. Because that, it's, that sin festers inside. God has to tell us, no. No, or what's going to happen? The yeah, wages, so, of, so the wages of sin is death. Yeah. So you will die. It, you know, God told Adam, don't. Do that, mm-hmm. Eve. Don't do that. Don't. So when yeah. we backslide, yeah. we don't. We kind of. I don't want to have that. I yeah. don't have these rules. And he's really saying them. because you will lose your life. Yeah. You'll yeah. lose it. You you backslide because you you just want to be selfish. Yes. And and it's it's a natural tendency to be selfish sometimes. But less and less in the walk. I believe less and less in the walk of a Christian who is constantly pursuing God, will that even be a, you're not. The the potential to backslide is just slimmer and slimmer. Well, and I think to go along with that, and then I want to jump into another sign that, or another thing that could lead to backsliding. I'm not sure if this is fully right, but a lot (laughs) of us come, this is just my thought. This Mm. is not necessarily biblical, but it it seems like we have to, like, you know, we've talked about the age of accountability and what our thoughts are on that. Well, we haven't done a podcast on it, though. We might do that sometime, but... I like that. Yeah. Um, But the, the... I know when I came to my age of accountability is when I... Fell by the wayside mm-hmm. and did all this bad stuff, and kind of got now. I w- I have not backslidden since I was twenty three then. Now again, have I been perfect in my walk? No, no. process of but, sanctification. That's a whole we've talked about that. But, but backslidden. But backslidden. I kind of got to that point to to fully be able to embrace and make the decision for myself. But one of the things that can lead to to backsliding game, as well, is slack prayer. Slacking in your prayer. Mm-hmm. We're reading in Luke. You know, we're doing that. We've talked about that a, a, a few times on this podcast. We're reading in Luke. So in Luke, in Luke, uh, oh, 
see, I, I was doing the Luke thing. I'm getting these mixed up. Matthew, sorry, Matthew, Matthew chapter 26, verse 31. It also says this in Luke. But when Jesus was up praying and took a couple of disciples to pray with him, what'd they do, Gabe? Fell asleep. They fell asleep. I put you on the spotlight there. And you, I was ready on that. You were I ready. was like, oh, yeah, they snoozed. On your game. Yeah, they hit that snooze button. And, uh, and, and Jesus came after praying uh, that if possible to let this. Like, he's in earnest. He's about to be. Of course, they weren't willing to accept that he's actually going to go die. Uh, so they're just getting their snooze on in, in the uh, Garden of Gethsemane and, and uh Anyway, so Jesus comes up to him and he says, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Mm -hmm. When we let, when we fall away from prayer, and that, that Gabe seems like, we take the time with these cam prayers and, you know, or these kind of brief, but do we actually take time for prayer? Mm -hmm. Do we take... 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30. However, a set amount of time to set aside and spend in time talking with the Lord. I got to say, Gabe, I think it's going to be real hard to backslide if you're actually spending time in prayer mm -hmm. every day. Consistently, yes. yeah. I'm going to from 6.30 to 7 o'clock in the morning. Or from five to six, or from uh, six forty-five to seven, or, or what, what, whatever. Into the relationship, I'm going to take this time every day and consistently spend time with the Lord in prayer, talking to Him, pouring out my heart, talking about my fears. What do you think? I think it's, I think it's, it's kind of like the theme of every podcast we've done, and every one we ever could do. Mm -hmm. We could just say on this podcast over and over again, step into him. Yeah. Step into That's him. It's gonna be real hard step to backslide. Into him. Yeah. It's it it if you're stepping into God, all all the things that you struggle with or that are hurting you or that you're being used to hurt someone else, doesn't matter. They would they would stop mm -hmm. if you were stepping into God. Yeah. And it's yeah. the same message we're saying That's over right. and over again. Step into God. Because the Bible's consistent. But it is. Ways. It will present, prevent. There's. It's impossible. I'm going to say right now, Gabe. It's impossible to backslide if you spend time in prayer and reading the Word. Yep. Impossible. Not yep. Or if you spend consistent time. Yeah. You can't do it. Consistency is the key in everything, right? you got to do it consistently. Yeah. 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 It doesn't yeah. happen. Backsliding, I don't think, happens overnight. It's not like you go into it just making up your mind. I guess it could happen... I could see it happening. Well, uh, my sister was killed in a car accident. How could God let this happen? Maybe that might be an overnight type thing, but but generally, it happens from neglect of relationship with mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Neglect of that relationship. That's right. Again, we've That's said it. it a million times. Your word have I hid in my heart. So yeah. not reading the Bible, not in prayer, not in accountability with others. Just kind of going it alone, which like Billy Graham, Billy Graham said, mm -hmm. I can't, it, it's not just Billy Graham anymore. <laughs> after, after your, your Billy Graham, but Billy Graham, Billy Graham. It's not super anymore. It's, it's Billy Graham, Billy Graham. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Billy Graham, Billy Graham is soupy awesome. <laughs> he's even more awesome now. He's in the presence of the Lord, but, but, uh, 
but yeah, so that. Now I want to let me ask you this, Gabe. Can I come home? That'll once always, I've gone down that road. Can I come home? That'll always take me back to the the thing that you told me one time, which I have also mm. told other people, which I think is just so good. You can journey a thousand miles away from God, mm-hmm. but the journey back is always one step. That's it. I'm like, that if that that's if that's not a sermon that brings you to your knees right then and there, you know, where's your heart? <laughs> you can come back. It takes a step, mm-hmm. a step toward Him, mm-hmm. and you're back. Yeah. Yes, you can come back. Yes, you can come back from anything. I'm like, but isn't enjoy that? The, that. Isn't but don't that take advantage of, of that. Isn't that the lie of the devil to make us think God doesn't love you? Even that guy, even the, yes. that guy, even the prodigal son. Yeah. He thought, I, I, there's no way I can I'm go not, back home. I've betrayed you in heaven. But I can at least go be a servant. Yeah. He was humbled. You uh, you, and, I can and at least it, go be a servant. But the isn't lie it where is, so many no. things start with humility, being humbled. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. No one wants to hear that. In description of themselves, you know, oh, you were so awesome, and now you look at you, you're not so awesome. Someone says, oh, how the mighty have fallen. You're like, uh, but it's actually what you need. Because if you were considering yourself the mighty, you needed to yeah. fall. You needed to fall. Yeah, there's the, the there's Lord, only one mighty one. Loves. But don't sit there and stay. That I'm just going to tell anybody that's listening. If you're listening to the story right now and you're backslidden, Get, get, don't listen to the lie that says that you can't. You have no. to fix yourself first. You have to this and that. Yep. You have to be perfect. You have to take a certain amount of time allotted to, before you can come. No, run. Run to the throne of God. Run to your local church, to a solid church, not one that's going to tickle your ears, but <laughs> one that's going to help no, to guide you. No ear tickling churches. And repent. Don't go to the ear tickler. Run home. Say, I've sinned against heaven and against you. Ear tickler. Come home. Come home. Come home. Get. It's better to start now. You can't do it on your own. I'm telling you, yes. And listen to this. In Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 22. I love the way this is worded. Return faithless sons, and I will heal your faithlessness. <laughs> I'll heal you. Youch. Return faithless sons and I will hear your heal your faithless faithless your faithlessness. Faithless sons. I will send the ear tickler. Come here, you little sucker. You. I'm gonna heal heal your suckerness. Get your booty over here. <laughs> Knock it off. Knock it off. Come home. Yeah. And I will heal it. That's the thing. We, I mean, we have to recognize we need to be healed from our faithful, faithlessness, not from our faithfulness. We need to be healed from our faithlessness. Yep. When we walk away, we lose faith. We walk away, we get to these cold places. We need to be healed. There's so much damage that's done. Like Billy Graham, Billy Graham said, lonely. It's a very lonely place. Mm-hmm. You said earlier you were lonely. You were, when you were going through those moments, wouldn't you say that you were dealing in a a very lonely, I mean, I remember that. Very, very depressed and lonely. And you're a strong dude. 
Yeah, I thought I was. Mentally, you're a strong person, but it doesn't matter how strong you are. You can you can still go to that point. And I, I guess I had completely forgot it's been so long that, and you didn't do as much idiotic stuff as I did that I just thought you hadn't backslid. But I would say that was a that was a backslidden time in your life. And yeah, you had, and it was very dark. Yeah, I just worked. Yeah, and sat and be be was depressed. Yeah, and just kind of didn't do much of anything. Yeah. Not spent much time with the Lord, hardly at all. Just lonely. Which it is interesting, Gabe. Cause and a little frustrated because I thought that God should bring somebody yeah, into my life to have a sure. family with. Right. And I was like, how come He's not yeah. bringing somebody into my life? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, right. So it's different things that can lead to the all sorts of different mm-hmm. things, and it and it kind of happens slow again, slowly. The slow, yeah. The slow and drip it catches you off guard before you know it. Yeah, you're bitter, you're angry. You don't realize it. And Satan, yeah. Satan's slow and he's patient too. Mm-hmm. He's he's waiting on the opportunity strategic. to dig his claws into yeah. you, into your back. Yeah, no, he sure is. So. Let me ask you this. Mm. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. How do we get back? We've gathered that we can. How? Mm. I cheated. I looked up what the Bible says about it. Yeah, I, I want to see, what, see what I say. I, I want to see, see what your thoughts are. Okay, I was like, I know you know. Let's see, Let's see how righteous a man you are. Oh, good. Great. You're in the spotlight. And I would just say how to get back. I mean, okay, because you would first have to go, okay, if I'm in this deep trance of depression or partying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or evil or sin of a sort, I mean, you have to, I mean, I think you first, you'd have to maybe recognize it. You'd have to spot it. Wait a minute. I i don't feel God anymore. And there's a part of that that now that I now recognize is missing, and I re- and you know you'd have to start recognizing that he's gone, and that your life has changed toward an evil direction. But then, of course, you'd have to repent. I think you'd have to repent and say, "Oh God, I I messed up. I have I don't know what happened, oh, but I lost good, you." Dude. Huh? You're doing good. You're doing good. Am I doing good? You are doing good. <laughs> I'm going to read this. Turn the ship around. Yeah. Get me out of here. But you don't recognize you know what? it until you recognize it. I'm just going to let you read this. Oh, I've earned. I get a trophy or something here. Second Chronicles. Let's see. Second Chronicles 714. Okay. It's underlined for you there. Oh, thanks. That needs to be underlined. Okay. <clears throat> it says... If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Yeesh. Amen. That's what you're saying. You got to recognize. You got to recognize what you're doing, recognize where you're at. That's the humbling. Yep. Turn and away. Turn away from it. Yep. Turn from their wicked ways. Turn away from it. And That's, then I will hear, which yeah. I just got to throw this little personal, personal little, you know, testimony out mm-hmm. there. I love it. He says, then I will hear. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get not choked up here, but All right. the, the first time he ever spoke to me, 
I had been asking him to speak to me. Oh my God, dad says he hears you. And I don't hear you though. And I just nagged him, nagged him for several months. And then the day came whenever, the night I, I laid down in bed and I was praying and I was, I was nagging him again and I finally stopped. And I said, you know what, Lord, if you never, if you never see fit to speak to me, that's all right with me. I'm going to serve you anyway. And I'll be happy in that place that I'm always going to serve mm-hmm. you no matter what. And I was, I was relieved in that moment because mm-hmm. I knew it doesn't matter. It does not matter. Fine. Fine. I don't know why I can't hear you. I know you're talking. I don't know why I can't hear you, but it's good enough for me and it'll be good enough for my heart that I serve the King of Kings. I am a servant. And then a few moments later, he said that, which was in this verse, then I will hear. That's what he said to me. He finally spoke and he said, I hear you. And I, dude, it's the best thing Mm -hmm. to know that God hears you. Yeah. Yeah, and he's saying it's it right easy there. to think. Um, Turn from your wicked ways, and I'll hear you mm-hmm. from heaven. It's easy to think, who am I? Why would God yeah. listen to me? I'm Which just, it's a good thing to be humble, but it's also important to remember you are the one that God loves. That's who you yeah. are. Yeah. You are the one that, though you can do nothing to deserve that love, yep. he does it anyway. He does it anyway. You, in particular, you. Not it's easy. It's easy to kind of get lost in the fray. The body of Christ, you know, the the it's so so big relatively. Yes. You know, yes. It's so big. Who am I? You know. Who am I? Yeah, you feel so pointless. And What's yet, that song by Jeremy Camp. Who, who am, am I? I? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Can you talk? But yeah. Can you talk long enough while I look that look up? That up. What are you gonna play? You better not even think about playing that one. You wouldn't let I'm me play the Billy the Graham click, gangster. That's right. I pop pop you. Calm <laughs> down. Pop pop. Enhance your pop 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 Gabriel pop. Moses. Uh, I'm gonna throw. I already threatened to pick you up and something throw well, you earlier. I always earlier. think that's Jeremy Camp. casting crown. Casting crown. No, I go. wasn't gonna play it. I was just gonna read the lyrics. But now I'm tempted to read, to play it just to. If you, I'm just telling y'all, I wanted to play the Billy Graham, Billy Graham video, and he would you not. You're running the surprise because I'm gonna have it be on there. I don't care. Now you're messing up the whole surprise. Good. Miles, Miles, will you edit out? Nope, he won't do it. Gabe's temper tantrum. No, he won't do it. His middle child temper tantrum. Okay, let's see. I don't know if these lyrics are even good. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. Know. Yeah, I think <laughs> it they seems are. like that. I think it's. Be, I think they are. <laughs> Who am I that the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt? Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever-wandering heart? Oh, yeah, this is great. No, it's fantastic. Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. I am a flower quickly fading, here today and gone tomorrow, a wave tossed in the ocean, a vapor in the wind. Still you hear me when I'm calling, Lord you catch me when I'm falling, and you've told me who I am, I am yours. Who am I that the eyes that see my sin would look on me with love and watch me rise again? 
Who am I that the voice that calmed the sea would call out through the rain and calm the storm in me? Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done, not because of what I've done, but because of who you are. And then there's a lot of repetitive stuff. And then you cry. Oh, and then whom shall I fear? Whom shall I fear? Because I am yours. I am yours. I mean, yeah, that's it. And then you cry. And you cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had to keep it in check. I had to keep it in check. Every, it does. Every time I've ever heard that song. God does love you. Uh, cry. He does care for you. He does want you to come home. Come home. Yeah, I feel like I'm home. Come home. I mean, if you're listening to this, if you have a friend that yeah. has yes. backslidden, send this to them. Let Help them, them come home. Help them come home. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Send it to them or mm-hmm. go talk to them or send them the Casting Crown song. But don't be afraid to reach out and speak yeah. the truth. They may just be speak waiting. Speak the truth. They may just be waiting. They and, are. And if anybody's listening to this and needs someone to talk to, reach out on the Facebook page, hit us up. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, we'll get a hold of you. I mean, we're, yeah. we're, we're there. This is ministry. We're, we're all in this together. That's right. We're all in this to help each other. That's right. Mm. To come back home. We've all had those moments where we needed those times, those eras, those decades where we've thought nobody cares. No, your brothers and sisters in Christ do care. Yep. More importantly, God cares. And I'm going to throw this out there too. If you feel like that, go get involved Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that I found mm-hmm. to combat depression and Satan was tying in to the ministry, things that serve God, things that build, help people. I'm not kidding. Depression is something that's a silly thing to have to mm-hmm. tolerate. You don't need mm-hmm. to tolerate it. That's right. Get involved. Amen. You have to stand up and go talk to Christian brothers and sisters, not the ear ticklers. I'm going to say that forever. Go talk to the, the ones who will speak the truth and that serve other people. It, it, that's, you know, that's an easy thing. Or whatever your sin is, get involved. The Christian brothers and sisters that are too legit to quit. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Those are the ones. <laughs> Stop, collaborate, listen to what we say. <laughs> <laughs> we have quoted so many people on this podcast. I'm like, we could get in trouble, I suppose, if somebody ever wanted to be but then they're going to have to listen to the podcast and that's like, I need to know this Jesus. I need to know him. Then they're going to forgive us. Boy, I, I hope so. Yeah, in the end, we're doing the Lord's work. That's right. Yeah, it'll be all right. You can't get blood out of a rock. No. Or water out of a rock. Well, brother, that was great. Thank you for doing this podcast. I'm grateful to get to do this with you. Love it as always. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day that you've blessed us with. We thank you that you are a holy God, and it is because of who you are that we are able to turn to you. It is because of what you've done that we're able to bow our knees before you and that you forgive us, Father, because we can't do it. We can't do it on our own. Lord, I lift up every person out there that's struggling with their walk, and I pray, Father, that you help them to come home to you. We bless your holy name, Father. We thank you for your sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen.
What's that say? 280, 280 calories oh, a serving. Worry how many, about how many calories? I'm just curious. What's what a buzzkill. kill.